Welcome to the Mission Cleveland weekly podcast, encouragement and hope in a despairing world. Let me just say this. It is pure candy to be with you guys tonight. I just love being here. I am so glad to be here with you guys this evening. If you haven't met me before, my name is Dell. And uh, yeah, I hung out up here for about five years. So uh, put a little bit of time in. And it's just so good to come in, see the new place, and see all of you, people that I know, people that are new. It's just really good. Uh, to be uh, all together tonight. And this is Trinity Sunday. What does that mean? Well, I mean, honestly, uh, it is a mystery. There is a certain amount of mystery that, that goes with that. There's mystery, but the Bible does give us a good bit of information on the Trinity. And we'll look at a little bit of that tonight. Um, but that idea that thought of mystery you know we walk out at night and look up at the stars and we say okay I see uh, planets and I see stars and what's the rest of it and you know this is the type of stuff that people google right people google questions have you ever google questions have you ever started to google something and see the things that pop up right uh, all right, so what's the universe made of? You know, that's one of those things you might find on Google. How big is space, right? How big is space? Yeah, I don't know. It's a mystery. Uh, there's a certain amount of mystery. Why does, this is mine, why does photosynthesis even work? I have no idea. But, you know, plants take sunshine and they take rain and they photosynthesize whatever that is and it works and there's scripture you know for that the farmer plants a seed day and night it grows he doesn't know how I don't know how but it works you know photosynthesis um how does a bicycle stay up (laughs) somebody googled this people I'm telling you why do cats purr (laughs) anybody got a two or three year old at home right now yeah yeah there's a few around uh you know constantly kids are asking questions if you've had a two or three year old then you have not forgotten this right what's the question but why but why but why but why? And so this is, they are full of mystery. They're like, what's going on here? Uh, you know, uh, also true with the question, where's my refund check? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a mystery. We don't know. <laughs> is Pluto a planet? You know, when I was a kid, Pluto was a planet. And then, you know, when I'm an adult, Pluto's no longer a planet. And now they're back to the same. Well, maybe Pluto is a planet. Some questions we have answers to, and others we we simply don't. And today, it's Trinity Sunday. So, 
let's jump in. All right, so St. Patrick and literally every youth pastor that ever was, right, tries to explain the Trinity. St. Patrick had the shamrock, <clears throat> you know, the three-leaf clover thing, you know, on a stem. And he's like, well, this is kind of the way it is, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you know. And every youth pastor tries to do the same thing. It's like, well, it's kind of like an egg. You know, you got a shell, you got the white, you've got the, the yolk or the yellow part of the egg. No, 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 it's an apple with the red and the, and, and the white and then the core. And then somebody's like, no, 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 it's, it's like water. You've got liquid and you've got vapor and you've got ice, right? And so... We've tried to explain the Trinity. <laughs> and if a bunch of youth pastors can't figure it out, who can? Right? Am I right? <laughs> God cannot be fully understood, fully comprehended. Can't be explained by any example that we can come up with. He cannot be fully explained it's a mystery but the Bible does speak to us the Bible does give us enough information if you go to the Bible and say okay where's photosynthesis you're not going to find it we try to make the Bible a science book it's not we try to make the Bible a book of all the weird answers to all the weird questions questions. There's a lot of answers in there. In some ways, I would say there's all the answers that you need in the Bible, but it's not going to answer every weird question that you have. That's just the way it is. And you have to blame yourself a little bit for being weird, okay? <laughs> I told you it was pure candy to be here tonight. <laughs> so there's mystery but the Bible does speak. And so let's take a look at this real quick uh, and just look at a few thoughts and a few ideas. <clears throat> the creation is, is full of mystery, but it does give us a starting place to understand the Trinity. In Genesis 1.1, okay, this is the first book of the Bible, the first chapter of the Bible. In Genesis 1.1, says the earth was formed, uh, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was formed, or without form and void, and then what? The spirit moved on the face of the deep. So in the first couple of verses, we see God the Father, God the Creator, and the Holy Spirit mentioned in Scripture. The first two verses, right? And then you go down to verse 26, and it says, God said, let us make man in our own image. Who was he talking to? Well, God was talking to himself, yes. But we find out later God was talking to himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let us make man in our own image. Plural. Let us make man in our own image. And so we see the earliest, Genesis chapter 1, we see the Spirit clearly defined. God the Father, God the Creator, and God speaking to what we would later find to be the Trinity. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. 
all throughout the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit then moves in the prophets, right? The Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit moves through the prophets to give them utterance of things to come. And what do they speak most about? A son yet to come. All through the Old Testament. So we've got God the Father, and we've got the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is speaking through the prophets about God the Son yet to come. And we get into the New Testament, and the New Testament we're introduced to the Son. In Matthew chapter 3, we've got the baptism of Jesus. This is one of the clearest indications of the Trinity in Scripture. That word is never used in Scripture. But at the baptism of Jesus, Jesus comes to John and says, I need to be baptized, John. And John's like, no, 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 no. I need to be baptized by you. And Jesus says, it's right for us to do this. And so John says, okay, and baptizes Jesus. And then what happens when Jesus comes up out of the water? The spirit descends, they say, like a dove. And some people hear thunder. Other people hear the voice of God, the Father. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, all represented in this one scripture at the baptism of Jesus. In Matthew 28, the other end of that uh, gospel of the Bible, we have Jesus giving the Great Commission. He says, go into all the world, baptizing all nations. How? In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And then we have Paul's writing to the Corinthian church. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And so as we hop, skip, and jump through the New Testament, one thing is clear. The concept and the idea of the Trinity is fully developed. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, all are represented in the words and the teachings of Jesus and of the apostles. And as we begin to develop our baptism vows, which is the Apostles' Creed that we'll say after the sermon tonight, these are the things that we reiterate. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Yes, I believe. Do you believe in Jesus Christ as only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary? Yes, I believe. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life. Yes. And so, with the earliest centuries of the church, uh, not only do we have the scriptures to speak, but we also have the creeds to affirm what we believe. And we believe in the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So if you search through the Bible, the Bible speaks. It gives us 
some information, a lot of information, a lot of knowledge, but there's still mystery. Are you okay with that? Take a friendship that you have. Take one of your best friends. If asked, you can describe a lot about them and about your friendship. In some ways, you can dissect it. You might be able to graph it, right? Put it on a graph. Make a chart. You might even write an entire book on your relationship with your friend. But you can never fully explain that friendship to somebody else. They will never know unless they also understand that they have a friendship or they can at least understand through you the friendship that you have. Can never fully explain that relationship to someone else. There is always an element of mystery. It's that old, I don't know, Greek or Latin thing, the sum of all the parts put together is, is greater than the total of all those parts, right? You can have a 57 Chevy, all the parts on your yard, and that's great. But you've got to put it all together, and then you've still got to put gas in it for you to really have something, right? And that's the way it is. You can have all the parts. You can write it, dissect it, graph it, but you can't fully understand or fully explain the mystery of what's going on. So it is with the Trinity. I would encourage you to get comfortable with a little mystery mingled in. If you don't understand everything, that's okay. I mean, we're all big two-year-olds, but why? But why? But why? We always will have questions. But can we get comfortable with a little bit of mystery mixed in? Some of us prefer it. Others of us, maybe not so much. I love mystery, you know. Mix it in. I would encourage you to lean into that. Lean into a little bit of mystery as you get to know God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We can know what we can know. And the rest, we just have to experience like a good friendship, right? Which brings us back to Genesis. God said, let us make man in our own image. Now you would imagine that the Trinity was full and perfect community needing nothing. Right? Right. But God said, let us make man in our own image. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit says, you know what? It would be more fun to have you in this relationship, in this friendship. It would be more fun to have Peyton or Jake or Terrell. It would be more fun to have you in the relationship. 
God came down in the garden every day and walked with Adam, had fellowship with Adam, had friendship with Adam. You are made in the image of God. And you are made in the image of God because he wants to have friendship with you. The Trinity wants to add a four into the mix, and that person is you. Each one of us, God desires to have friendship with. And I think that is the greatest thing about the Trinity that we could ever figure out right there. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Open the eyes of our hearts, God. We want to know you. Let us be called your friend. Draw us near to you, God. Draw us into the mystery of everything that you are. And give, give uh, this life uh, that kind of mystery that makes it worth living. Because we want to know you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Speak truth to my heart. Thanks for listening. Join us at the Mission Cleveland next week.